The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles on the very special occasion of the second time we've ever attempted the revolutionary art of talkback podcasting. Yes, yes. There was such a great response last week that we thought we'd try it again here and now, and I can see people already logging into the Zoom. It is 3 p.m. on Thursday afternoon. Let's hear from the people after this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now, Charles, you and I are recovering from the emotional roller coaster of last night at Stadium Australia. Big mm. thanks to Paul uh, once again, who gave me a ticket to uh, the game at the last minute. Paul, what a delightful human being you are! And it was look, it was an amazing game for all of eight minutes, wasn't it? The eight minutes in between Sam Kerr's equaliser and, and England's goal, which broke Australian hearts. Oh, it was horrible. It was the whole game, except for the um, yeah, that brief interlude. It was so, so stressful. I actually left the stadium with a sore neck. Really? Because I was so stressed the whole time. Like, it was really nice beforehand when they were warming up. That was a great part <laughs> of the game. I love that. That anthem was, was actually better than usual. Oh, yeah. I belted it out. Yep. God save the queen or king, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, I liked the the way they did the you know the traditional thing with the you know your camera torches that they've been doing for hundreds. Oh years. yes, yes. Yeah, Although right up the Chris Martin, who's English, and I really think that was very biased um, to have Chris Martin in there. Very unimpressive. Yes. Uh, so that was that was all very pleasant. Then the game started. Oh god. Oh my god. god. Oh yes. how awful. Oh the tension. Was, well, they were tense too. You could see yes. the tension yeah, yes. in the Matildas as we went through yes. together. Mm. But what an amazing juggernaut! Eleven point. One million people watched the game. The biggest, oh my god, biggest event since the current regime of ratings for TV started in two thousand and one. That's... Kathy Freeman got more under the old system, and that wasn't even including Optus Sport viewers, all those watching at live sites, or heroes like us who were at the game. I think it was the game that stopped it. a nation. It was the game that stopped a nation. Mm. Apparently, three hundred people watched Hard Quiz, <laughs> which is very strange. Three hundred, three hundred, no, three hundred thousand people. Watched Are there that. out of thousand? Right. So that's that yeah. was Barnaby Joy. Very strange. He probably thought that the game was later on. Yeah, he really enjoyed the nineteen ninety six Women's World Cup. <laughs> yeah, anyway, right. so our question to uh, to the listeners assembled yes. here in the Zoom. It's a very simple and obvious one. At a point where the Matildas have smashed the ratings record and to be honest done something that hasn't been seen since kathy freeman also a female athlete and that is it's time to ask the big question charles the big question the question that's really in all of our hearts today which is very simply should men's sport even exist yeah i mean it's it's time to just just give the game away that's that's my perception but maybe people uh, on the zoom will be able to change our mind should we just put men's sport out of its misery certainly no funding i think no viewers 
Might as well cancel the competitions. But the NRL's been on death's door for well, a very long time. I mean, NRL, like, what does the state of origin, which is the biggest NRL thing, get? It gets maybe, what, 1.7 million or something on a good year, maybe 2 million. Well, that, that's like less than a fifth of, they don't what, fill the of stadium. what last night got. And what does it stand yeah. for again? National, what does the R stand for, Charles, in national? Uh, it's what rapist, is it? isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, the National Rapist League. Yeah. yeah. So, look. All the problems of men's sport are well known. It's time to put it out of misery. That's that's our perspective. But maybe you have a different view. I think first up we have Emily uh, joining the the Zoom. Hello, Emily. Hello. So, what's your opinion? Should should men's sport exist or not? Is there not? any place for Look, it? Yeah. Obviously, um, we're talking like under tens because men like little boys playing sport. That's all very mm. well and cute. That's fine. But once it starts to get serious, I don't know if there's really room for men. Mm-hmm. However, I'm thinking that men like like to be involved. They could possibly be oh, cheerleaders. Oh, well, buy candy. They yes. can look after the kids so their wives can be involved in yes. sports. Yes, what a good like, There's lots and lots of ways for men to be involved. Yes, that's right. Well, because they're also like preparing the oranges at half time. Yeah. And saying well done. Bring a dish. Good job. 100%. Yeah. Driving driving uh, their oh, daughters yeah. to and from the game. Yes. Could be very, very useful. Yes. And I just I just think um uh-huh. letting the stars feel feel valued. I like that you said under tens too, because it just means as soon as puberty comes in, <laughs> forget about it. It doesn't yeah. do them any good. It's bad for them. Yeah, no. Uh, they're getting yeah. competitive, the testosterone not- pumps, it's just not very good. But, but just to sort of, I know it's a bit controversial, but just to put it out there... What if they're sort of allowed to do it, but, you know, like it just isn't broadcast or anything like that. Like they just, if they want to do it, good on them and they can, they're allowed to go out and, you know, maybe like if, if the women aren't using the field, you know, in the afternoon or something like that, they, they can, you know, maybe not book it, but, but they can organize something themselves, you know, of their own accord. Would they, would that... Provided they check first, obviously, I think that would be yes, fine. Yes, yes, exactly. Or will it give them false hope that mm. they'll have a career in sport yes. in which nobody is interested? I, I think it's cute for them to believe that, though. And obviously no, there's, yeah. you know, we don't know what the future holds. Mm. Yes. There might be space for it. Yeah, that's However, right. However, I, mean... I have a Matilde oh, yeah. who has a personal opinion about men in sport. What is your opinion? My Matilda is eight, and her issue is that she loves wrestling and playing sport with Daddy, but what's Daddy's biggest weakness? No. Go on. Go for it. <laughs> no. It's just men's bodies aren't really cut out. That's so what true. what happens when you kick Daddy sometimes. <laughs> really? Yep. Does Daddy sometimes lie on the ground and cry? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's the thing. It's it's not their fault. It's just that their bodies aren't designed for it. Yes. I think that's right. It's too dangerous for them. Yeah. It's yeah. dangerous. They should just be at home doing the cleaning and the cooking and supporting the female athletes that they know. I think that's wonderful, Matilda. Mm. And also, if you if you look at, I mean, I don't really watch, you know, men's soccer that much. but I... Matilda's just told me she's actually nine. <laughs> Oh, nine years old. Okay. Well, you're too busy, Emily, with your sport, aren't you, to pay attention to That's really the husband's job to keep track of the birthdays and organise the cakes. Yeah. That's the way. He's not here to remind me how old she is. What am I to do? <laughs> yep. There you go. Ooh, Ask me. Uh, but, I did, I, but I did see a few games of men's soccer once, oh, no. which is quite interesting. And, and the thing is, half the time they were sort of rolling around on the field sort of being injured, like mm. in agony, and it's like they're clearly sort of oh, they're bad actors too. Yeah, they're bad, bad actors. actors. Terrible. Like yeah. they just keep on just 
so flimsy. You know? All right. Well, look, I, I think you've said it best. Matilda, are you going to play for the Matildas someday? Is this is this going to happen? It sounds inevitable to me. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Yeah. You might want to go international. You might want to go for another country. Maybe you've got some yeah. other passport maybe, options. Maybe, maybe try after last night uh, joining the English team would be my might be hot good tip. Yeah. Oh, so it hurts. It had to be England, didn't it? Of all, uh, all, yeah. all. All right. Look, Emily and Matilda, it's been great having you kicking the discussion off. I think um, it's going to be very one-sided, the debate today. But um, Brad's on board. Hello, Brad. How are you? Gutted, frankly. Nice thing. The more time on a sports field, the less time raping. Ah. You haven't taken that into consideration, yes, have you? Yes, that's right. Can you imagine how many how many hours the average NRL player will have if they're not training yes. or playing? That's a hell of a lot more time they've got for raping. Just thinking about it, if if men do participate in sport on a regular basis, mm. that'll mean the police know where to find them. You're considering the fact that the police are smart enough to know where they are. The police women. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. I don't know how often you've dealt with the police, but... Yeah, that's true. We, a bit, actually, in the history of the chase, <laughs> but yeah. um, fair to say. Yeah, look, in, interesting. So which sports should they be allowed to play? I mean, I think um, an, a nice game like netball, yes. where there's not a lot of contact, could be good. Mm. <laughs> yes. Because they just hurt each other. It's not good for them. Ooh, you obviously haven't spent much time with NRL yeah. players, Dom. Um, what about walking? Competitive walking. Competitive walking. They couldn't get into much trouble walking, could they? Yeah. Well, unless they're walking. <laughs> That's because I'm a middle-aged man. Oh dear. Yeah. Thank you, Brad. Uh, Very well said for showing yeah mm. the the other side of the argument. Uh, let's now go to Shane. Uh, Shane from the Gold. It's always good to hear from the Gold Coast in these mm. discussions. Hello, Shane. Hi, Don Charles. How are you? Oh, recovering from the Matillas, but tr- just trying to see if there's any place for men in sport in, in 2023, or if we should just cancel all of it immediately. Um, I think the the what do you think? The issue with men's sport is um that they don't seem to get into much trouble on the field. Um, off the field, it seems to be where the problem is. So maybe we should just have the referees follow them around at all times so they can keep them in check, you know. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, this, Good idea. This was sort of Brad's point, right, which mm. is, you know, it sort of keeps them busy playing the sport. Oh. I really like that idea. So you have a sort of 24-hour yeah. ref. Yeah, that's a very good idea. They clearly don't know the difference between right and wrong, do no, they? No. <laughs> so, so you just imagine that when they go out drinking on Mad Monday or whatever, if they're still allowed to, you've got the ref following them and just blowing the whistle and sending them off. Mm. I, th- I think basically if men were constantly subject to a regime of red cards and yellow cards, mm. that would be enormous. And the sin bin. The sin bin, the 10-minute sin bin's got to operate at all times, I think, for men. I like it. How would we fund Would you think we should, I mean, the women would be the ones that would have to pay for it. They'd have to cross-subsidise it, wouldn't they? Because they're the ones who make the money. Well, do you think that would work? Would women be willing to pay for that? But they probably would, actually. What do you reckon? <laughs> there, you can see the benefits already with the, the guys who are not be getting into any trouble because the ref's going to be there to to keep them under check at all times. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So which sports will, would we allow in this regime, eh? Rugby league's in trouble, isn't it? Yeah, probably just stick with football. That seems to be the one where where they're at least getting the least amount of trouble off the field. Mm. And, yeah. And maybe clay shooting. Clay shooting. Lawn bowls, I think. How much trouble can you get into as a professional lawn bowler? Um, still playing in places with beers. I don't know. Mm. It's tough to know which, which one. Well, maybe, Shane, if people who played sport were sort of locked. I don't want to call it a prison but basically a prison um, <laughs> so that the players wouldn't be, wouldn't be set loose at any point. So mm. they'd just be sort of sitting there 
you imagine they just don't get to go home ever and they're constantly under supervision. That would be like your kind of referee idea, surveillance cameras Mm. and probably electrodes that that gave them shocks whenever they left the area. I I think you'll find most NRL players are currently in places exactly like that. They currently have those sorts of orders applied to them by the courts. That's true. Um, Okay. Well, thanks, Shane. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. Do we have JT oh, again? Yeah, maybe we do JT. Go back to JT, who's another return uh, caller from last week. JT, hello. Good afternoon. I just will say that oh. if men wish to be taken seriously and accorded the same respect as their female counterparts, then they need to learn to stop being so emotional all the goddamn time. You know, every time I hear about male math, they're always throwing <laughs> tantrums and whatnot. And yeah, they're they're wanting- very emotional, and but also violent. They get punchy. Mm. They, they just don't have the professionalism with the women. But also, if you look at someone like well, Nick Kyrgios or something like that, oh, please. you know, he's very talented. It's very, it's very nice that he's trying to make it in professional mm. men's sport. But he pulls out half the time. Oh, you know, no he, like, ticker, no character like it, the women. Every time he's got a hammy or something like that, he's off the field. I can't you play know. Wimbledon. Where's yeah, Sam where's Kerr? Sam Kerr? She's just, oh, well, I'll just play through my injury and score the goal of the century. Since we're on the subject of men trying harder, I do Mm. think it wouldn't kill them to wear a bit of makeup either. Um, Because as we all know, your own human being comes from being considered fuckable. So they should really work on themselves if they have any any hope of achieving greatness like women. So Yes, that is a very good point that they're not, they're just not sexy enough. They're not marketing the themselves. Yes. Yeah, they, they really need to appeal to the female gaze. That's yes. what I've always said. Well, nice to have you back, JT. Okay. Okay, next up, uh, I think Cliff's been waiting for a yeah, while. Cliff, that's... if you'd unmute and join the join the conversation, we're talking about whether or not there's any point persisting with male sport at all. Found a couple. I think we've missed the point is that we're going in the wrong direction. Clearly, men's sport is underfunded yes. because we're underachieving. Interesting. Yes, Interesting. that's a good point. So you are you talking about like government subsidies yeah, for men's be, sport? Yeah, it must be. Wow. That's what the Matilda's achieved. And the, and the men's soccer hasn't achieved the same thing. And the Australian cricket team struggled in England. And the, the, mm. and the women just won. Yeah, England. everything. Championship with the world championships. Oh, and I really like the idea. Yeah. I just can't imagine it ever. We can't fund everything, Cliff. That's the thing. We've got to yeah. prioritize what people are interested We've got in. The stage three tax cuts to fund. Come on. If I'm going to be harsh, Cliff, if the men's game had the interests yes. in, that the women's game had, if it had the record ratings, then it wouldn't need money from all of us. It wouldn't need taxpayers' money. So are we just basically yeah. propping up a Putting Something that a failing product. Good money after bad. Right, good money after bad. But you're you're probably hundred percent correct, but yeah. But they're still not achieving, so we've got to do something to bring them back up. So maybe maybe we need a, a female coach for the Socceroos. So maybe that could work. Inspiration. Sam Kerr could coach them. Maybe we should do a sort of voice to Parliament for for male sports people to sort of close the gap. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like some practical solutions where there's a committee of like 20 or 30 male sports people who get a sort of, we have a referendum about it and they have right. a constitutional role to be able to consult on matters that affect them. Oh, but that sounds like a third chamber of parliament to me, Charles. <laughs> That's what it sounds Wouldn't like. All right, Cliff, thank you. Thank it's you, Cliff. Lee time. Lee. Hello, Lee. Hey, well, we need men's sports because um, what else are we going to do to you know bring ourselves down? We're going to get too egotistical if there's so much success for women sport going on. Oh, interesting. So you, you think yeah. it's going to be too uplifting and too inspiring? Well, and we'll just become arrogant because we're sort of world leaders in everything. Yeah, ex- exactly. It makes me think, Lee, a few years ago I was in, um, I don't know if people remember the, the London Olympics. When was that, 2012, I think? Hmm. The London Olympics anyway. Um, I was in Singapore during the London Olympics and there was a period where um, Australian swimmers kept getting silver over and over again, silver, silver, silver. Do you remember that? Mm. And that we were so angry. Everyone in the media was just slamming them. You crap, you're only winning silver. Mm. And Singapore won a silver medal at the same time. And it was the first medal that they won in anything in many years. And the nation was out partying. Mm. And it's made me think what privileged shits we are uh, yes. in Australia. So, because, you know, we're doing so well in, in soccer and in, in, uh, you know, cricket with the women's and all that sort of stuff. I think we need to have the men's side of that as well, just so we have, you know, the comparison there. So we know that we can be good in some things, but we can also be bad in some other things, you know? Mm. Actually, you know what? Maybe that, maybe you're right. Maybe that's the point of the Socceroos, mm. is to give yes. us perspective on how good the Matildas are. Yes, that's right. And that's why their name is so bad, because in we, comparison, we, Matildas looks really good. Yeah, because the point of the Socceroos is to pity them. Maybe the Socceroos can be renamed the Swagmen. That's perfect. Tagging onto the Matilda's brand success. That's yes. not fair, but also the swag man in that story was very depressed and killed himself by jumping into a billabong. So <laughs> I, I think very appropriate. He's very poor, very broke. So yeah. I think the male athletes will be in that financial financial situation very soon. Yeah. Okay. So men's men's point in sport. We've actually come on, come to a conclusion, I think, Charles. The point of the men is to make the women look even better than they already would have. Yes, and I think that's good. That men do yeah. that well. It's sort of like your role in the chaser team. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> make others shine by comparison. Yeah, I just hope that the women don't become assholes like Charles uh, <laughs> in that situation. But there's no danger of that yet. Whereas for me, the men in the chaser, unfortunately, mm. that ship sailed on day one of this project <laughs> in 1999. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. That was enormously fun and I think productive. We'll, we'll pass those findings on to the Prime Minister uh, in short order. And we'll catch you next time. Our gear is from Rode. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers. 
providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. 